episode 27, Prepare for a Marathon. Introducing Tom Cavendish on the BTS Creative Academy podcast. With me, your host, Martin Colton. Hello, good morning, Tom. Thank yeah, you. Nice Thank to be you. here. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for joining me. No nice, worries. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I know we've been enjoying all the technical kind of setup over the last few minutes. Yes, we'll, we had. We'll pretend we've just met now. Exactly. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Good oh, morning, yeah, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't see you there. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but no, we had a we had a moment there, didn't we? Where where the uh, the mics weren't working. No, they, we we bad mouthed Apple. And then the the computer did not like it. No, so. ha ha ha! We're gonna uh, we're gonna not work for you now. Mm. Yeah, don't talk badly. But we've overpowered it. We, we have. We've mastered technology. We have. Or you, well, you did. You came along with your with your with your new with my plug fancy like, cable and yeah. said, "Try this," and uh, and it works. Now we're like what, cooking on gas or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So we're 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 rolling. We're we're, we're going. rolling. Cool. Yes. So um, yeah, I got I got in touch with you because we we share we share an acting agent, mm-hmm. Flat Fifty Management. And um, yeah, so hello, uh, Flat 50 Management. We're here together. Um, here we are, yeah. Having a conversation uh, about, our, about our acting lives. Mm. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, let's find out what's, what's, what's going on in Tom, what's what's going Tom's on? world at the moment. So I'm, I'm newly having returned to acting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something I, I was doing a lot more of eight, eight nine years ago. And I, I joined the army when I was 22 um, but I'm now super old. I'm in my thirties. I'm thirty. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. So, well, I'm near forty, so I'm so yeah. I'm old. If you're super well, old, I'm I, I I'm incredibly old. N- now that I'm thirty. I do say like if people are like, oh you're in your thirties. I was like, well, I'm 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 basically twenty nine. Yes. So I'm basically in my twenties. <laughs> so I'm a teenager. Um, yeah, yeah. But no, I, I I left the army a few months ago. Oh, okay. Um, and am now delving back into into, into a diff- into a different. Well, that, that's yeah. quite a different different well, thing to be doing. Isn't I think it? I I think. I don't know. Like, I, I, I think I at the time maybe maybe, I, I'm, I think I joined the army and part of me was trying to almost like spite a mate of mine who who was an actor mate who really didn't like the military. So I was like, screw it, I'm, I'm just going to do that. Mm-hmm. And then and then actually maybe a year or a bit ago, someone in the army was like complaining about actors and that, and I was of like, course, I yeah. was like, ah, screw it, I'm <laughs> going to leave and do that. So being motivated and empowered by like spite and vengeance and pettiness i think are very very powerful things yeah what more, more powerful things to get you going into yeah, into yeah. this industry I did. that's only going to get worse <laughs> oh that's it but no i think that's i think i sound like a really bitter horrible person but that's just how i, I did a i did a hundred k ultra marathon last week i right. don't i don't like running mm-hmm. i don't enjoy it at all but someone i don't particularly like had also signed up for it, so I was like, "Well, I'm just going to do right. it." Just I've got to beat. I've got to beat better beat than that them. person. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. And then I, I was in a little duo with someone going along, and we were very team. Like, whenever they got a bit ahead of me, I was like, "No, no, we're a team. We're, we're going to finish this together." Till the last hundred meters, I was like, "No, pettiness. I'm going to. I'm going to go over." So you're first. very competitive. It, that sounds. That's a more constructive, healthy way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's one thing that could could help you going into this acting profession being competitive because sure, yeah. you're going to you're going to be going up against a, a lot of people yeah a lot of similar people as well um you know when we had a brief chat on on text message you said you know you're a, a, a white male ac- in, it, actor yeah, in, 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 his, Lon- yeah. in, in his 30s in london there's a lot of them yeah and yeah. i think that's the thing it's not um there's no there's no beating around the road. You, you don't want to be exactly the same as someone else. Anyone who is in your mm-hmm. same casting pool is potentially going for the same same kind of jobs yes, as yeah. you. And I, I'm just very very average. Yeah. So so you got to then you got to push yourself. Yeah. That bit that bit further. I, I did find out as a fact the other day. Not not just banging on about being thirty, but that um, apparently that's the most common age in the world. Like there are more people aged thirty than there are any any other age. So I am. So what, my, what does that mean? You die at thirty one? Well, well, I think I think there are just more some people die when they're older some people die when they're kids but as, a, as an average 30 is 30 the most is common. where most people are i am at my most average age and position in life at the moment so that so so cool. being competitive being someone that you, you're able to push yourself forward is really mm. important at, at this, this time at this yeah, time yeah. Uh, and so you've longevity you've got to find a way to to keep that going sure and moving I, forward I, I think something that i've I've probably picked up in in the military and and through I do a lot of like outdoor adventure sports and and things like that is is just mental resilience as well because mm-hmm. I've got quite a few actor mates at the moment who have either returned to it or just finished drama school or whatever and are at the 
um I was trying to use some fancy word like antithesis or something. I don't know. The, the beginning. I know the beginning of their yeah, career. Yeah, yeah. And they are already finding that like they might have had a vision that it was gonna be I go out the door, bam, bam, bang, audition, cast, here you go, constantly. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that. Especially no. at the moment with strikes. COVID still it's still, still, it's still, still affected being a the thing. business. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's a difficult time anyway. And some people mm-hmm. are some of my mates are like, oh, well, I've tried for six months, nine months, not working out. I'm going to have to think of something else. Mm-hmm. And I think I I definitely believe in you, you've got to commit time to things, to, for, for anything. And um, there have been times in my previous career where I've, I've felt not that things were stagnating, but where things would be slow and that you, you've just got to kind of commit to the, the grind and the grizz, mm-hmm. um, which which can be at times, I guess, in a, in a, in a physical sense, like a hundred kilometer race, not fun, but you've just got to commit to it. Mm. I think acting is, it's probably a good comparison that it's a, it's a long distance run. It's not, yeah. it's not a sprint. Yeah. So that mental resilience and commitment to stay at something mm-hmm. is definitely something I feel a, a bit more comfortable with than I think some people who were maybe a bit more idealist right at the start, hoping that be the next big thing where, where take me back to the beginning then where mm. does that that kind of philosophy come from then does that come is that something that you started to find when you was back at school um good question mm. i don't i try to be reflective and think about these things but yeah. uh, i think it, it might even come because yeah there's definitely a competitive element to it mm-hmm. and i think i tried i wasn't the su- like super fit when I was at school, um, and I think uh, when when you're a kid, when you're I was in an all boys school, fitness is a is a really kind of easy key indicator and and element of competition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't I wasn't super super fit. I am now obviously, but like, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't super super fit. So when it came to, um, I think like uh, track and and running, I was never winning any sprints or whatever, mm-hmm. but when it came to long distance running, um, for somebody who said they don't like running, I've, I've brought everything back, back to running. I hate it. But it's a really good comparison. Yeah, but mm. it's something I can, but I realized very early on, I think with, with running that you could, it, anyone of average fitness can complete a marathon, a long distance run or whatever, but mm. it's, you've got to commit the time to, to it and you just got to you've just got to kind of get your head down yes, and yes. just and just go along with it and I think I did that at at school I I started doing a bit of cross country um started doing some of the longer distance races that were probably a bit the fitter people were like oh, I'm not going to spend an hour running it's boring mm-hmm. so I I was like well I'll do this and I think it got it it helped me create a mindset of actually I can get things done I can achieve things um through just committing to doing it mm-hmm. and once, once beginning something saying I'm not going to give up when it gets hard I'm not going to just stop when it gets uncomfortable but being I guess comfortable being uncomfortable and seeing things through to the end yes, and that's yeah. probably a philosophy that I've kept through 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 my military career and that it's probably I'm a I'm applying to acting at the moment mm-hmm. so before the military then was there uh was there acting before military there was a bit yeah I yeah. did I did drama at university and I did a few acting jobs um, in my late teens, early twenties, mm. and I and I really enjoyed it, um, and I think I, I, I think I, I branched away from it. It, it wasn't all just a, a spite of me. It was something I thought it would be cool to explore while I was younger. Like the, the acting is always going to be there, and has always been something I was looking forward to doing, and something I always intended to get back into. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought I'd. I'd do something for a few years. I think it started off actually in my in my mind almost like a post uni kind of gap year idea. Like I'll do it for for three years and then I just just stay stayed for a bit longer. You'll see where it goes. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It's really it's really interesting because the military was or well the RAF was the p- a path that I wanted to go was into yeah. prior to act, act prior to finding mm. acting. Um, and then once I'd found acting, there was no taking me away yeah. from it and the military thing just I kind of realized that going into the RAF that was all kind of me play acting and okay. I enjoyed when I, I was in the I was in the air cadets and mm. I enjoyed acting as a cadet as someone in the RAF yeah. doing all that stuff and it was all like 
Oh, it's more the fantasy of that rather than the yeah. reality of and it. And I think there's a lot of that. It's definitely a job where you are you're putting on a uh, a persona a lot of the time mm-hmm. and having to because it's such it's one of those jobs, those vocational jobs that you all everyone has an image of of what it is. And kind mm-hmm. of as a kid, when you're thinking about the kind of jobs I want to do, no one's thinking about I want to be a, a lawyer or an investment banker or all that. They're thinking army doctor fireman and that so Mm -hmm. you have an image of what it is Mm -hmm. isn't always exactly that but you can create in your mind that i am top gun i am this this i'm rambo i'm I'm these things Mm -hmm. um so there's definitely an element of that Mm -hmm. and and by being able to act and present the right uh image can can actually be quite helpful times if you don't know what you're doing and you're in charge of a a team of people and you don't really want to to put on a, a face of, I really don't know what we're going to do. I think we're, we're, we're going to be lost. We're going to be mm-hmm. screwed. We don't know what's happening. So actually putting on, being able to act that I know what's going on. Act Everything's the, going act to be the part, the part. Act the part within life. So you, yeah. took, you, you took some of the skills from acting yeah. into the military. For sure. And yeah. I, I know a couple of guys in, in a similar position to, to where you were who mm-hmm. were maybe looking at the military and did branch out to, to, to acting in, instead. Mm-hmm. And often we think of... Um, them as very different careers. You think of army people, very suspicious of artistic people, and yes, like artsy yeah. people, very suspicious of the military. But mm-hmm. but actually, the the core values of what you need and look for in those in those careers are quite quite similar. I think you often your your people who are motivated, firstly, probably not by money. They're people that want to do a job they're passionate about. Mm-hmm. People that want to be on their feet, don't mind a bit of uncertainty, working with people, doing something that isn't a desk job. Um, and sometimes it's just whichever, like the army or, or the RAF or, or acting can deliver both of those. Mm-hmm. It's just whichever one you're perhaps more exposed to or more comfortable with will be the route you go down. But the the essence of what motivates you to do those things can can be quite similar. Mm-hmm. So tell me more about when you came out of the army then mm. and you decided to go, go into following this path of acting now. So I, I don't think I really knew many actors or I didn't think I knew many actors at the time when I left mm-hmm. so uh, an important step for me was re-establishing and kind of digging out mentors and people who I knew in in the past to get a good idea of what to do because it, it can be so easy to just google how what do I need to do to be an actor what, what mm-hmm. what's the next step and whilst there's loads of advice on the internet a lot of it is by goodness knows who or it's out of date or just not the most useful Mm -hmm. so one of the first steps was trying to get good advice from people okay um and i'm lucky i've i'm I'm quite good mates with him now but i i got in touch with someone who he'd actually been in the army years ago um but had been acting ever 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 since and a, a friend of mine in the army was like you should talk to him and and he was a really good source of knowledge and quite a good grounding presence to be like this this is this is good this is bad you should aim to do this these are the steps that mm-hmm. you need to kind of do and i think i think having someone or multiple people that you can bounce ideas off who have done it is is useful mm-hmm. um because i i'm by no means an expert now of what to do but when i now when I see other people starting off their careers and they're being a bit idealistic and saying, I'm going to do this, 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 I'm like, that's exactly what so-and-so told me not to do. Mm-hmm. And I see it's not working for you. So having a, a voice of experience has been, been would you Would you say that person became a bit of a mentor to you? To an extent, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're also someone I I trust their opinions. They're quite, they're quite pragmatic, but but honest so when they when they tell me something mm-hmm. i don't think oh no you're just saying it i'm like okay that you're you're i might not like what you're saying but actually that is a that's good and then going to going to acting classes as well and realizing that like any other um any other muscle or skill you need to constantly be honing it mm-hmm. i someone compared it to if you were a, if you were a competitive bodybuilder going on going on um going on stage for physique men's physique competitions you wouldn't 
do it once, win a competition, then never go to the gym ever again. And a couple of years later, being like, I'm just going to enter that competition. Why? Why is? Why has it not worked out? Like, mm. as an actor, you get some people who finish their training and like, well, I'm well, I'm trained now. That's that's me done. But they don't do anything to to hone their craft after after that. I think yes, you've yeah. got to constantly be working that muscle and getting more comfortable and building your skill set. So, mm. I'm doing a lot of a lot of classes at the moment, um, which I'm enjoying. Yeah, and good. that's something I, when there have been times that I've thought, what am I doing? Is this, is this really, is there longevity in this? And I see friends of mine who have left the military and gone to work for big finance firms and mm-hmm. consultancy companies that are earning big money. And I'm like, oh, that'd be, look, look how comfortable their lives are. Why don't I go and do that? Mm-hmm. I'll then be back in the studio or or in a, a theater doing doing workshops or 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 um or auditioning or even do, doing self tapes and finding real peace in doing those and thinking actually i'm not obviously it's great it's great to pay the bills like no one wants to be struggling mm. but i was never motivated by being super rich being in that creative space is something that i really do enjoy and finding opportunities to remind myself of that regularly has been really, really important. Mm, definitely. And it's, um, it really is a, an important thing to, to find peace and happiness with, mm-hmm. with whatever you're doing. Um, but that's something that I do keep in conversations with actors coming up quite a lot is, is paying the bills can be difficult. Because yeah. So how do you pay the bills, if you don't mind? So, <laughs> like, yeah, how, so- how do you live day to day? being an actor so i'm 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 temping at Mm -hmm. the moment in london i'm very lucky but by being based in london there's always work out there if you know what you what skill sets you can bring and what what you want to do so i'm temping as an assistant in a couple of different private equity uh firms Mm -hmm. so um most mostly at the same one or two um and it's great that there is a level of flexibility there that if i do need to disappear mm-hmm. for an audition or for a for a, a project i can um but then if if and if they if they i can't then go back to that firm because they've then filled that job or whatever the uh temp agency will find me another one mm. um and doing a job like that may be something you don't necessarily enjoy but you get so much from doing the acting that it's worth yeah. doing the, the temping yeah. work. It's like a sacrifice in a way, isn't it? Yeah, for your and art? it's whilst it's not, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be looking at doing that job if, if it wasn't for acting. I would have, I'd, I'd pursue something else potentially. Mm-hmm. It's um, it it does keep me engaged enough. I I, I didn't really know that temping was an an option when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, and I kind of thought that it's a bit of a romantic image of like, I work in a coffee shop, I work in a bar mm-hmm. and, and I'll be that struggling actor just talking about like, yeah, I've got an audition coming up. It's all going to be, it's all going to go uphill for me soon. Yes. Yeah. Um, but then uh, a friend of mine who isn't a, isn't an actor, mm-hmm. but she was, um, she was temping just while looking for a permanent job recommended. Why don't you do this? Lots of actors are, are temping or, or not just actors, but dancers, creatives, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and I looked into that and was like, actually, this is something that I can at least feel like I'm doing a bit of a, a, a grown-up job. Like I'll put on, I'll dress, dress yeah. up a little bit corporately, mm-hmm. go into central London, be in an office. And it feels like even if this, even if I'm not an actor, this is still a legitimate job. And I feel like actually I'm a, I'm a grown-up being put to use. Yeah, and you can, and you can support yourself. Exactly that, yes, yeah. yeah. And, being, and just being able to look at yourself and think, and I know I use the term like grown up job. Like it's mm-hmm. lots of my mates who, when I was like, oh, I'm going going back to acting, they were like, oh, you're gonna be you're, you're gonna be it's gonna be like being a teenager again. You're gonna have to be doing a part time job in I know the local Starbucks or whatever. Yes, yeah, yeah. But but actually, I'm I I feel like I am a an adult with an adult job. Mm-hmm. Um, so from a d- dignity point of view, I I can also find peace in that that. Yeah, it's paying the bills, but also it's not. Um, it it doesn't feel like I'm being underutilized, mm-hmm. uh, and I think I, I like to be busy, and that's a big thing for me. I've got I've got a couple of mates, um, and it's always it's always it's always these days, a couple of mates who are they're a bit rich and they've got they've got a bit of family money and they're acting and mm-hmm. they're very 
they don't necessarily need to have a side job because they've already got a, a, a house or, or, or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Um, great from a security point of view, but I think I'd, um, I, like, I like to be busy. I like to be working mm-hmm. and I would hate to be in a position. I, I say that now. If, if, if I was offered the chance to be rich tomorrow, I'd jump at it. But of like, course, yeah. I'd, I'd hate <laughs> to be in a position where I was just complacent, just sat there kind mm-hmm. of like, don't need to worry about things and mm-hmm. being being motivated by the need to 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 pay the bills etc mm-hmm. is 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 quite a powerful thing like i need to i need to get up i need to go to work gets you into a good routine mm-hmm. um and it's it also helps harden that or hone that skill set of of um of the hustle and the grind of like it's not just something to take for granted if i don't go to work the the bills won't pay themselves and so how many years have you been in this hustle and grind for oh like for since uh, since coming out of the military how many years have you been doing this less than a year less than a year so you're really really early early stages yeah so i okay i officially my last day in the army Mm -hmm. was only a few months ago right i i'd i'd stacked up a, a lot of leave um in my last couple of years in the army that I hadn't taken that I'd rolled yes. over yeah, yeah. and I, and I'd said like every, everyone knew I was on my way out. So you, you, when, when carrying leave over, they were like, we know you're going to be on your way. So we'll, we'll let you carry it all over. Okay. So, so you've got a good positive mindset at the moment looking forward. I think so. Yeah. Yes. So, no, it sounds yeah. like it. It sounds like you've oh, got good, a really yeah. great mindset mm. going forward. Have you got any plans of how you're going to keep that positive mindset where you are oh, going to, where no, you, when no, you start, no, when you just, start coming up to the auditions and they start saying no? Well, that's been the thing. Had, so I've been really lucky that in terms of auditions and mm-hmm. it's mainly been self-tapes. Yes, yeah. I, that is the industry. And that's how it is, is now, yes, yeah. yeah. It's been kind of like about one, one a week and in a good week, good. one yeah. or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, every now and again, there have been callbacks or like, oh, you're into the final couple. Yeah. Um or final three or four or whatever. So it's it's not a matter of like, I'm completely barking up the wrong tree or whatever. Um, but more, more of them are rejections or nothing than, yeah. than aren't. Um, which is the case for, for everyone. And at first, like the first, the very first one I had, I was like, wow, this is so cool. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm going to get this. Didn't happen. I felt a bit bummed by it. I was like, okay. Then, then a few more things roll, popped up. Um, and there was definitely a moment where I, I did think I've done, however many, like this is like my my fifteenth thing, mm. and it's and nothing has come of it. W- what's the point? But however I found it, I just think convincing myself. Well, everyone re- rejection is a thing, and then and then actually reading online other people's experience was quite a, a validating thing because loads of people were like, yeah. oh yeah, it's like. I only get called back for every one in 20 things or, or more that, that I do. Mm-hmm. I'm being like, okay, I'm not being precious. This is an experience people have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like the process. I think there's, like I said, enjoying being, going to workshops and going to classes and going to, um, and, and going to not, not just relying on being sat at home doing self takes, but going into creative spaces and working with creative yes, people definitely. reminds me that even if it's the reason I do it mm-hmm. isn't because I'm just chasing that one role that may be, be a great opportunity. I do enjoy the process of being an actor. And there, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was, I was in a workshop in London um, we're all sat in a circle and people taking it in turns to do do a piece and get a bit of feedback. And I was just sat there and looking around and I was like, I really enjoy this. This this there was no uh, tangible kind of output or result from that. It wasn't an audition for anything. It was just it was just working on. It was just a class. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is this is an environment that I really enjoy being in. I like being in the presence of these people. I like the energy. And the creative atmosphere, mm-hmm. and that's why I do this. And I'd quite—I I know some people who never, um, ne- never, never are looking at acting as a as a career, but they just do their amateur, amateur dramatics or yes, yeah. or drama classes or local mm-hmm. whatever. And they and they all they there's clearly something that people get from that. And I mm-hmm. and I and I enjoy that energy. Oh, um, good. Because that that is a huge part of it. The training, if if we're going back to the comparison mm. of the, the training as like an athlete, yeah. the training as an actor 
will be the majority of of any actor's life. Of course, yeah. So if yeah. you don't enjoy, if you don't find enjoyment and peace and happiness within that. Mm. The, the waiting for it in within that one job yeah it's it's very hard to find and and i think understanding that you're not special mm-hmm. is 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 something you've got to you've got to accept because uh, I'm, I'm sure we've all we've all met actors who think and, and some of them are good mm-hmm. but they think they are the best most unique thing in the world um but understanding that if if you get turned down for something, it's not it's not something personal. It's just there was someone better, and that's definitely something I. That's a skill I definitely learned from my career in the military. Mm-hmm. That there are. There were times when so so in the army, you're you're you as as a, as an officer, you'll often move around different jobs. You'll you'll be here for two years, here for two years, here here forever, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'd be in a place where I'm like, I'd look around, and I'm like, oh, I feel like I am the most. I'm the most talented person in this group. I'm the I'm the fittest. I'm the smartest. I'm I'm whatever. But the army is an enormous organization, and there are some really high performance people in within the military. People who are super geniuses, super fit. Like, however their brain has been put together, they are just they just deliver mm-hmm. and and perform to an exceptional standard. And it that, every now and again, I would work with those people, and it's very humbling that I come from one environment being like. I'm the best, I'm the best. Then suddenly I'm up against these people. And I'm like, oh my word. This, there is no, I could never work at the the level and produce the the output that these people are doing. Mm-hmm. And it's great that they're there. And I'm happy for them. It's great to be part of an organization that employs such kind of top performing people. But understanding that you don't need to be the best. Always try to be your best and, and be the best that you can be. But being comfortable and happy that there are people who are better than you mm. and what a, what a great role model to try and aspire to be more like yeah aspire um, that's a great a great thing to, mm. to look for isn't it the, a great thing that you're putting yourself in these environments where there are going to be people better than yeah. you you can go oh i'd like to be like that and that's and that's something that i'm finding in acting now i'll mm-hmm. be it, i think if i was a bit more immature and maybe when i was younger if i was ever in a an acting class and there was someone who was just like better than everyone mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be thinking in my mind like irrationally kind of planting all these things on them being like i bet they're really smug i bet they're a bad person oh they they they're not that good they just think but now when i see someone who's really really good i'm like okay what is it that how mm. are they able to tap into this in a way that the rest of us aren't and being able to identify examples of that's what that's what fantastic looks like how can i be fantastic mm. um which is another another motivator for for getting out of the getting out of the house and doing your self tapes and getting yeah. into the creative environment. And and that was a, that's a great motivator for me doing this actually mm. is to sit down with people and sit down and find out what makes them great. Yeah. What make what is what is you know and start to be a bit more curious. Yeah. About about people and their and their art and why they're doing it and how they're doing it rather than sitting back and going I'm jealous that you're that you're good at yeah. this. It's and it's. I think the face-to-face thing mm-hmm. really adds adds to it as well. When I when I when I started earlier this year, I thought, you, I because in my mind I had this idea of because all my acting before had been pre way pre COVID, mm-hmm. where auditions were all going to be face-to-face, um, and then I was like, oh, everything's everything's virtual now. Everything's self tapes, and I thought in my mind like that sounds great, much more convenient, and it is. It's much. Yeah, you yeah. don't need to. It means if you do have a side job, you mm-hmm. can you can just commit to that in your day and do your self tapes in the evening. You yes, don't need yeah. to, oh no, I've got to time my lunch break so I can get to wherever to mm-hmm. to audition. But I'd sometimes I'd hear people complaining about it, being like, oh, I miss I miss the face to face, and I didn't get it at first. I was yeah. like, who cares? It's convenient this way. Mm-hmm. But then there there is something nice, something. Well, the, hum- the human it. connection doesn't connect for a self-tape. No. Um, I, I hugely miss the face-to-face mm. for auditions. I've done, since COVID, I've only done one face-to-face yeah. audition. Um, whereas there was a part in my life where I was I was doing two a week face-to-face auditions. Oh, really? Yeah. For yeah. a good year, like two, three a week face-to-face were auditions. You, were you doing many self-tapes before? No, COVID? this was... So I've been... Through, from a, from about my early twenties, yeah. Uh, so I've been trying to be an actor, do get professional acting work on and off for twenty years, 
and and some periods within that I'd have proper jobs, mm. full time jobs and temp work and all different things and running my own businesses. But there were some periods of time where I'd dedicate a whole year to it. Yeah. And go out there and go to auditions. Um and self tapes only really started to creep in a year or two. But prior to COVID. Oh, did they? Oh. they own, and they were creeping in. And COVID really COVID kick-started forced, like, co- everything. COVID, yeah. COVID forced the issue to, to happen. And I guess the same with, with meetings, like in the yes, corporate world. Yeah. There's always been video calls. But, but it hasn't been, it, but, it, but it, was never like, it was never like a false, like that's the, yeah. that's the best option. And I would often be spending out all this money to travel into, into London mm. and not getting the jobs and my bank balance is getting lower and lower and lower because the money that I'm putting in to go to auditions. Yeah. And I'd be thinking, oh, wouldn't it be better if I could just send in a tape yeah, yeah, yeah. of me doing it? But now it's the other way around. I'm desperate for it to go back the other way mm. because you don't get that human connection. You don't get that opportunity for reflection and change and finding out what the casting director is looking for or the director is looking for. You've got to back yourself when you do a self-tape that this is, this is how... This is it. Are. And it's yeah. so easy that... Because I guess, yeah, in a, in a, in a face-to-face one, mm-hmm. you might get some feedback of like, yeah. great, but you know what? If you just do it... I want to see you do it like this. Yeah, or, or, and, yeah, or just take a breath and start breath. again. And or, or even be able to look at someone's face and like, there's a bit of an eye roll and you're like, yeah. well, clearly not got this right. Yes, exactly. But with, with self-tapes, when they've got... And they can obviously take a lot more yes, self-tapes yeah. in mm-hmm. rather than perhaps tweaking or giving direction to to each one they can actually be like well actually this this one this one and this one mm-hmm. got it spot on disregard the other ones because it's yeah because you've already got it there i think the self-tapes are beneficial to the casting director where they could see a thousand faces in mm. a day rather than a hundred yeah um, and potentially don't need to hire out a venue to, don't, yeah the cost of that. hiring out the venue and the t- there's a lot of time management there um but finding uh, i'm curious from their point of view if they're finding the right artist yeah for the job um because it is still early days of them experimenting with mm. it but from an actor's point of view yeah I, I i really miss that being in the room with them and having that going in there, if if you've prepared something or even if you're reading something off a page and then just having a chat with you and saying, do that again, but but slow down. Yeah. Or do that again and uh, could you do it with a different accent? You know, that, that opportunity is gone. And I, I think anyone working in the creative fields as well mm-hmm. does it because they enjoy people. Like you yes, wouldn't, you, yeah, you don't yeah, really yeah. get, in, introverts don't, don't don't become actors i guess like no, it's no. it actors want to be around people yes, and it's yeah. and it's yeah that you and that's a, that. and that's a huge part of it as well is discovering who the person is mm. you i don't believe you can discover who the person is through a tape and i think personality is such a powerful mm. thing like the i i think if you're if you want to work with someone someone who's i've always found this Re, re, not so not just acting just regardless of where it is like if if you get on with someone and mm. you know I, I trust this person they're a, they're they're good to be around they're a positive presence all around person i enjoy being around and working with yeah, yeah. they could be 90 percent there in terms of what they're they're doing mm-hmm. but you know that you'll enjoy and be able to work with them whereas you could have someone who's 100 percent there but a bit toxic or a bit lazy or just you just don't click with them mm-hmm. I don't think you get those, those are, you, you can't pick up on all those from a yeah, self tape. You can't. You, uh, I, th- I think all they're, do, all they're having is an opportunity to see a thousand rather than a hundred. Yeah. I think that's the only opportunity that the, the benefit. I think, I think it's slowly creeping back in that face to face thing. Yeah. I, have, I have heard of people going, going into the, the audition room more mm. often now than, than what it was. Um, and I do hope it, it comes back a lot, a lot stronger. Um, but yeah, that's, that is one of the biggest challenges for an actor right now yeah. is getting that self tape down in the right, in the right way as well. Cause there's definitely a technique to that. I think I've there's, got my, there's definitely even a technique to the way that you, you start on the first second seconds of the video. Mm. How do you say, hello, my name is, hello, my name is Martin. This is my self tape. Yeah. Like that is really important because they could switch off if you do that bit wrong and True. not even watch the audition. Yeah. I've had I've had a couple where I've where um where they're receiving it through a they're like what, this is what we need mm-hmm. for your um for your self tape drop it off at this Dropbox type link 
and I've made a really, um, I've put a lot of effort into the introduction and the, mm -hmm. this is me, blah, 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 blah. And then answering any questions they've got on with the self tape and mm. cut it together. So it's all very, very shiny looking, etc. Um, and then, and then when I follow the link onto the Dropbox, they're like, oh no, just put the, put the introduction into this folder and then put the main video into the other. And I'm like, they might not even no. look at that one. They're, I mean, they're, they're, they're probably more focused on the actual, mm -hmm. the actual tape in, in the end, which I guess is good. It yes, means they're yeah. not going to get put off by, by like, the, by the intro. Yeah. Yeah. There like, could be, oh, he's from Twickenham. Oh, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> but, um, but it does, it, it, it can it can almost suck the the wind out of your sails when you're mm -hmm. like I've made it it's it's a thing of beauty no self tape yes, has yeah. been like this before with this it's the best thing ever and then it's very much dictated afterwards no we don't want it like that it, it, going back prior to COVID I'm getting loads of flashback memories now when first tapes first started you would sometimes post them up to YouTube and send a private oh, really? link but you'd see that they'd go into it because you get the analytics yeah and you'd look at the analytics and you'd see that they'd only look see where they tuned you, out you could see where they would like tuned out so you could see that they'd literally looked at it for like two or three seconds and come and come yeah. out um and i guess that is it if they've got a thousand people they can literally go Are you, do you sound quite right or look oh, i'll look at you later or i'll discard yeah, you yeah, yeah. you won't even go past that so, so you've got to really grab that it's a it's a dilemma a friend of mine was saying that he's He's um he has a an American accent because mm -hmm. he's American. I don't right, okay. in fact I say he's American. He went to an international school, so he's mm -hmm. got that slightly American twang. Right. Um, but he can put on a perfectly convincing like RP Southeast England accent, which is what mm -hmm. a lot of the roles because he's ba based in based in London do do ask for. But he he's got a bit of a dilemma now when he's doing the introduction to the self tapes. He's like, do I just comfortably? be in my American accent, hi, this is me, blah, 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 then into the self-tape in his perfect accent. Whereas actually someone might be like, we said we want an English person, don't bother watching. Yeah, so yeah. he's now, the the acting is starting right at the beginning. Like, mm -hmm. don't even give them a hint that I don't have an RP accent all the way through. And he's putting on a bit of a, yeah, performing oh, through the introduction. And I, and I would often take that into the room as well when I was going going into the room to audition i would often go into the room as the part okay as yeah, much yeah. as i could uh, even to the extent of how i dressed that day mm. so okay, ob yeah, obviously yeah. you can't dress dress period for a period piece or i but, think i've seen someone who does but yeah but, <laughs> but but you could to some extent wear you know wear wear a shirt and, and capture suit, the essence capture the essence yeah. of that or for some reason, in my twenties, I got a lot of audition for football hooligan type roles. I can see that, and yeah. that that just through my twenties, it, it just seemed to be every other audition was for that mm. that kind of thing. But so I'd go. I'm not into football, but I bought a football shirt yeah. to turn up in in the audition. So I looked, I looked like that type of person, mm. and it did work out for me a couple of times. Because I guess that's what mm. what they're looking for is can I see this person? Yeah, and even with you say the um. The, the period, the mm -hmm. period pieces. If you're wearing like a like a, a button-up shirt or something that can capture an essence of a Victorian yes, dude, yeah, as yeah. opposed to as opposed to wearing a football shirt for that audition. Exactly, because yeah. then they'll be like, okay, I can see him as this, but could mm -hmm. I see him? As that? There's a um, I remember reading about. It's, it's not quite the same um, for auditioning, but Christian Bale, who is a a, a British actor, I think yes, he's yeah. from Pem Pembroke, maybe mm -hmm. Wales or, or something. Um, when he was doing all of the the rounds for for Batman once it once the first Batman film had been done but he was um what's it called the press conferences they were a lot of um journalists were reacting quite confused when they're like but Batman Batman is an American mm. why, why why have you got this English accent or Welsh accent so his um his, his team were like if you can if you can just put on the Bruce Wayne accent for the uh for the first round of interviews so that they get so people get used to yeah. you yeah because then i think once you know and maybe mm -hmm. this does lend itself into a subject once you know that okay this is his real accent mm -hmm. when they start putting on an accent for the audition you're then looking out for discrepancies whereas actually if you assume someone's english or whatever or american whichever way around it's going to be at the beginning and you just accept that that's how they sound you're probably not looking out for any issues when you hear the, yes, the piece definitely. i mean that's just how they pronounce that word rather mm -hmm. than what? Oh wait, it's because he he's not got a perfect accent. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, there's some there's some really great advice in there. I think some really great is this industry is you do have to kind of play a game. 
Mm. And you do have to figure out how the other people within the industry are thinking and working. Yeah. Um, and avoid perhaps just an irrational an red irrat- flag for yeah. them. Cause it could, yeah, because it could be. You could be up against just one other person. Yeah. And that one other person just looks right in those clothes that day. Yeah, and it's just and any, it can anything just that, that can that, mm. get rid of that little doubt yes. in that casting director's mind that maybe not. You don't even want the maybe not. You just want yeah. them to think, okay, yeah. here's them. Yeah, yeah great. And so tell me a little bit more about the, the other training that you do then. So you do, you've said about the workshops. Yeah. So I try to do, there's one, one, um, there's one series of classes I go to quite regularly. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, the, the tutor for that is really great. He's another good, I guess, role, role model in the profession and someone who I, I, I trust and actually gives quite good feedback. He's not just, it's not just, um, I've seen him be pretty ruthless with some people being like, why like why why are you even think about this profession you don't you you're not you, do you even have it in you like he'll he'll call you out if you're not mm-hmm. committing to it um but then independently aside from that i try to go to a lot of casting workshops i know there's people some people doubt the the use of them obviously they're not a they're not meant to be a casting tool mm-hmm. but i think being in front of someone and different people and and flexing that 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 muscle working out like okay i'm now auditioning for a piece being in front of someone who knows what they who has these in front of them all all the time i find very useful what's the doubt so some people say it's a bit of a a money grabbing thing because you're you're paying to go to a workshop Mm -hmm. and they're like are you are you actually paying to go to an audition is it a a a pay to play thing i i don't think they are Mm -hmm. i think it is it's it's a nice way of them to be exposed to more people and whilst whilst a casting director you're not paying to audition for them but if they see you a few times and they see what you can live when you actually do audition to for them mm-hmm. they can be like mm, even though they or they receive your self-tape that isn't quite right but they've seen you a few more times they're like actually i know he or she can do something else so rather than disregarding them mm-hmm. i'm going to give them a call back and ask if they can send it like that time i saw them do something else yes yeah. but i know a lot of a lot of people are can they kind of question ever parting with money for something they're like well, well there is a there is there are a lot of pitfalls yeah and you don't want to be exploited uh, there are people yes. that will exploit you like you, you get some really dodgy online I say you do, like maybe it's yeah. anecdotal, but like websites that pose as agencies where you've got to pay them a a, a regular fee to Or even even genuine agents can be can be oh, quite really? dodgy. Yeah. yeah, I've had some I've had some bad experiences over the years. Um I had I had one no I say I've had one agent with this type of contract. I've had more than one agent with this contract where I've had to, if I wanted to be on their books, yeah. then any acting work I get, whether it's through them or not through them, oh, I had independently to, of them, yeah, yeah, I'd have to give them a percentage of my of my income, yeah. Um, but then, which, if they're not getting you enough work anyway, and you're having to, yeah, which so I would, yeah, I would agree with that to the point of if they got me X amount of work and they were getting me X amount of auditions and opportunities, mm. then they, then yes, there is this they deserve to they deserve to have some management over my time. Yeah. Um, but when I don't agree with it is when they don't get you any auditions, you're not getting any work through them, mm-hmm. you get work yourself, and then they want to cut And that, that feels exploitative. Then. Yes, yeah, it yeah. does, yeah. And I and I stepped away from an agent when I got a letter from him, from him saying, oh, I saw you recently in this film. Uh, you must have got at least this much money. Uh, so you uh, owe me twenty percent of that. Yeah. Well, I didn't get the amount that he said in the letter. Oh, really? okay. And yeah. I and I was really quite quite appalled by to to receive it yeah. after not having any work through him at all. And I would never ever sign up to a contract like that ever mm. again. And I, I think because of horror stories and and, and things like that, mm. people do that. People do question if I if I am parting with money for something. Yep. Is it legit? But yes. but at the same time, who is it really benefit who, mm. benefiting? Yeah. But at the same, I think you do need to you you do need to invest in your in your career and yes, what, whatever yeah. it is. Just like when when you go to school or uni or or whatever. Yeah, I think the fitness an- analogy we started with at the beginning of this is great. Yeah. Would you, if you as a sports person, you would invest in going to the gym every month? Exactly. Yeah. Wouldn't you? You would. And you, you do that, and you probably do that anyway. Yeah. So why would you not do that to your craft? Why would you not exactly, invest in yeah. your craft? And that, and that, yeah. Mm. Uh, really good comparison because 
because that's what and that's what I think it is it's like just as you just as I do enjoy going going to the gym for physical stuff going to these acting classes workshops mm-hmm. whatever work in the the mental work in the mind yeah and also because i enjoy it as well same same with the with the with the gym i really enjoy the gym i i really enjoy fitness and i take it for granted that it's something i enjoy doing Mm -hmm. but um i have friends who i sound like i I keep saying i've got a friend this i've got a friend that it's it's basically the same pool of like four (laughs) people that i'm talking about but people who go to the gym half-heartedly now and then Mm. hate it but they're like i really should i really should and and like, great, you're going to the gym because you know you should, and you're you, and they are keeping themselves fit. But mm. I feel so lucky to enjoy it because it's the same as going to these classes. I'm not I'm not going to classes being like, oh, I'm not getting any work. I just need to get better. I'm like, I enjoy turning up. I enjoy learning how to be a better actor. I enjoy perfecting this and being on this journey. And if you enjoy something, it means it's not it's not a chore. Mm-hmm. It's not a task. I saw a um. I saw an interview with, I think it was John Lithgow, the the guy who played I think Winston Churchill in The Crown and and all yes, that. Yeah, yeah. And he, the Father, was it the Santa Claus movie? I think he's been the bad he's guy. Been, in that? Yeah, he's been Third Rock from the Sun. Yes, that's the one he's been. I, I he's um, but he was talking. I think it was a. It might have even been a, like an American college. Like he was a um, a, a voice of experience giving a giving mm-hmm. a talk, and he was saying that if you are, if you're an actor and acting is is going slow and you're frustrated find yourself another uh output for your creativity or for your passion find something else that you enjoy that is a that doesn't have an end goal to it so if it's if it's poetry you just like writing poetry go do that if it's music or playing an instrument do that the gym if you enjoy fitness and you enjoy that find that something you're passionate about and enjoy doing so that when acting is slow and acting is um, not getting you where you want to be, it doesn't matter because you can be excited about this other thing. You can be, you can be doing that. And then, mm. and then you can almost lose yourself in that as your passionate thing that you've woken up today. You don't, it doesn't matter if you've not got an audition to go to. You're looking forward to going to the gym. You're looking forward to going to your violin lesson, whatever. And then actually when an acting job does come up or an audition or something really great in a way you're almost like oh geez but i'm now gonna have to cancel my gym my gym session today because i've Mm -hmm. got my original passion to do and having having something you just know that you can fall back on being excited about means that you don't you have somewhere to direct that energy and, and passion rather than put all your What's it? All your, all your eggs in one basket, and then I think mm-hmm. you become. It's very easy to become unmotivated. Those people I say who have done it, been doing acting for a few months, like ah, it's just not worth it. I'm going to give it up. Have it there, but be comfortable. Be comfortable with just having it bubbling away, and invest your time into something that you can be excited about. Mm-hmm. That's, that's 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 superb advice, Tom. I've I've, I've thought about that a lot over the mm. years of of finding that uh, that other thing to be excited yeah. about, and. And you you can very easily find yourself being lost if you don't have that. Yeah, and it's and it's why it's why I said at the start I like being busy as well mm-hmm. because there's so much stuff out there in the world and you're not if you're the if you are just the most uniquely gifted actor in the world and that's all you know and it's all you can do. Well, well, good for you. You're probably going to have a great career. Like, yeah, fine. But assuming you're just you're you're, you're good enough, but like, mm-hmm. and and it's but it is just it's a long journey. There's so many things that you can be passionate about. No, it, it, even if your your day job, your survival job, isn't something that you like, it it doesn't even need to be like a, a classic thing like the gym or whatever. It could be volunteering, travel, going to just going to see. In, in London, go, going to pub quizzes, going to stand-up comedy, going to... There are so many things to fill your time and be mm-hmm. happy about being able to be in. If, you, if the only thing that can make you happy, the only thing that can make you happy is being cast in a role, you're going to be sad because 99% of people aren't going to have that as, as their day-to-day mm. opportunity. Yeah. And it's not just having it day to day as well, is it? It's um, this is how you how you live your life in general. Mm. This is good advice for. Just it's not just about the acting. It's just a yeah. It's just about your journey through through life. Um, So what's 
what's next for you then? What's coming up next for you? Is there anything like lined up in the future? How do you look forward? Um, so I'm doing. I'm working on a short film at the moment, which is which is which is fun, and it's a, that's a nice creative output. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm just because I'm I'm really just enjoying being quite present at the moment. I think because because of my old job, you'd always kind of know what the next thing is going to be, or at least you'd you'll have been told what the next thing's going to be. And it always, it would always fall through at the last minute. You'd be like, yo, you think you're going here. Actually, you're going, going here and that. And in, in the army, you are, you're often not really in control of your own career direction that much. Yes. You, you can try and influence it, but ultimately if this job pops up and they need you here or, or there, you do. But So you've, you've had a long period of your life where someone else has been in control. Yeah, of it, and, and, and also being in... <coughs> being in an institution as well like just mm-hmm. like i finished uni and then almost straight away went to sandhurst like less than a year after graduating uni and it's uh, to it to a large extent the army is quite similar to being at uni you've got your uh, you, your barracks is almost like a, a campus you, your accommodation is often very much like university accommodation you've got a bit of a timetable you know whatever you, there's a you probably have your food quite centrally it's very much like being in a in a school mm-hmm. environment and and now I'm just now that I'm not not in the army anymore, I can. I think everyone else has probably been feeling this for years, but for me, I just like sometimes when I have an empty weekend or mm-hmm. an empty day, I'm like, oh, this is cool. What am I going to do today? Mm. Uh, I mean, it's I mean Mon- Monday to Friday. I'm I'm lucky. I've I've not had a day since leaving the army where I haven't been in in some form of employment, whether it is temping or 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 something. But having the freedom to just be be in control of what I like. So I've got I've got a few things I've got things I'm looking forward to, a few trips I'm looking forward to. Um I've got a a couple of creative things. I'm I'm kind of exploring job like survival day job options going forward and mm-hmm. there's I don't I don't want to jinx anything, but there are some things I'm looking at that offer quite good flexibility that 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 I'm trying to pin down. Um but just being present and able to being a, I, I'm, I don't know if I have any deep philosoph- philosophical point about it I just I'm just actually in a really happy place to not necessarily know I don't know where exactly I'm going direction wise mm-hmm. but I'm enjoying that and and being it's a it's a level of just contentness that I think I've got that I might I might have this happen I might have that happen I, I think I take for granted that I am I am a motivated person. I do I don't believe that I'm just going to magically manifest everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. But I think by having a an attitude that I'm I can I can succeed and I do make things happen even without realizing deliberately. I when I think I'm not achieving anything, I'm probably setting the conditions for getting the next job or I am like things that I'm like, well, I've just got to do this, this and this class here. Actually you are lining up opportunities. And, and it means that because they're part of who I am, Mm -hmm. when things do pop up as a result of them, it feels quite like just random, like, but actually I have, I am forging a career haphazardly in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And it's just a nice, a nice place to be. I very rarely wake up thinking, Oh no, what, what next? But at the same time, I don't wake up being like this next. I'm just like okay, well, this is today. This is today. Mm. That, that's a very, it's very hard to to get there. Have mm. you got any advice for anyone? Because you're in a very unique position of having come out of the army mm. and going going into going into the creative industry, into yeah, acting. Yeah. Have you got any advice for anyone that's 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 wanting to do that? Come out yeah, of something yeah. so structured like the army into this. I think it is. World? I think being busy is a huge a huge part of it because. In in the army, I had such little free time, um, mm-hmm. and and not just the army, any big institutional, big organisation, big corporate organisation, even uni. When you're when you're when your time is filled, it's very easy to just be um, well, not to worry because you don't need to worry about what you're doing tomorrow because you know what it is, and if if, if time opens up, it will be filled. Mm-hmm. But it can. If you if you don't have something to look forward to or to do, it can be quite worrying, and it can be like, oh no, I've got an empty day, and feeling like that's a that's a way. So having things to do, and I say look forward to, it's not like oh, I can't wait for this, but just 
knowing that I'm going to be doing this tomorrow and then in the afternoon this and then and then that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realize that while saying all this, I actually believe the complete opposite as well. Sometimes having nothing on mm-hmm. is is the best thing. Oh, I'm going to completely go back on what I said. That's, that's completely fine because I think we're, we're allowed to do that yeah. as, as humans. We're allowed to to discover and, and question our own beliefs sometimes. I, I think saying being busy is great because that's what I've been doing and mm-hmm. I have constantly been busy. I've never been... I haven't been bored since leaving the army, but it can be a bad habit of constantly... I'm not even a bad habit, but... It, I look at my calendar and sometimes I'll have a, a friend being like, oh, should we meet up for coffee or should we do this or should we catch up? And I'll look at my calendar and I'll be like, well, not this weekend because I'm parachuting that weekend. And then after <laughs> that, I'm doing this and then I've got a, a, a hundred kilometer race. I don't want to do the one after and then mm-hmm. probably a physio appointment the day after that. Like, yes, constantly yes. Full. But every now and again, I'll look at my calendar. I've got it on the fridge like a like an like a like a child yes, uh, yeah, like yeah, what yeah. I'm doing. And I'll and I will get to like Friday or Saturday and I'll look at. I look at the day and I'm like, oh, I haven't got anything on. And I do panic sometimes being like, oh, I've got nothing on. I'm not going to achieve anything. I'm not. But that can be a very refreshing thing to have. So taking being busy is great. Mm-hmm. Being busy, keeping your mind occupied and it makes you feel useful, makes you feel like you're achieving something. Achieving those little things all the time is is all progressive. But actually having having time to do nothing mm. can be can be quite good and i I, yeah. I always feel bad on on a whenever i do have those times not bad but like on on a monday morning someone will be like, oh did you get get up too much on a sunday you're always doing stuff and i'll mm-hmm. be like oh you're wrapping my brains like, i must have done something i yeah, must yeah, yeah. what did i do no i think i think we we've kind of been conditioned to feel like we have to be always striving and we always yeah. have to be working and we always have to be pushing forward when when in fact it's really important to to step back for a moment mm-hmm. and take a break and have a moment of nothingness and any and and look around and and smell the roses yeah, and, yeah. and you know just take a moment and and enjoy just life for and what it is for that moment there are, i think it without just constantly bringing back to like the gym and the fitness mm. comparison i've 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 now got a really good fitness regime regime resume system like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a thing like stuff that i'm doing but and a really important element of that is rest and having rest days and that and mm. when i first started going to the gym i i would feel guilty if i missed a day and i'd be like oh, i've got to go to the gym like seven days a week i can't i can't miss yes, a day but yeah. actually rest and recuperation is so important to who you are and mm. not and and that translates to to your job to acting to whatever you, if you're if you're running on all your cylinders all the time you can burn out mm-hmm. so being able to take time to chill and relax and unwind can actually mean you're much more re-energized when you when you go back into it Definitely. but we've also always got there's always if you, if you do like being busy and doing and get achieving things there's always little tasks that you don't even realize that you've got to do. So, mm-hmm. so I'll fill up a weekend being like, do this, do that. But do you that. can go into them harder and stronger mm-hmm. having had that break. 100%, 100%. Because you, everyone will experience burnout. Yeah, yeah. And burnout, and that mm-hmm. is, that's the thing I think I've, I, there, there are two, the, the two extreme ends of the journey and the process is one, not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. and just feeling overwhelmed by lack of anything so so people are like i've got no acting work what's the point and then other people where they're like just go 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 burn out i think you've got to stay busy but you've got to give time for you mm-hmm. yeah. That's great, Tom. There's, bit, there's some great, great advice coming from you. Some great. I know I'm a good, wise sage, you, and you've got some great wisdom coming from you from this 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 stage in your career. And mm. I really do hope that the, that you can stay positive with it moving forward. Oh yeah, um, but I do like. I think being bitter you, and petty would suit me, so I don't mind being. <laughs> no, but I think in this journey of this conversation, I've, I think we've realised there's more to it than just that, isn't mm. there? There is there is more to this journey for you in this career mm-hmm. than just doing it to be better than someone else. Yeah, exactly. You, yeah, you yeah. know, you're doing it. You're doing it. You've got a path of discovery in front of you and a path of growth. And that's what I think. Being reflective, whether it's talking to mm-hmm. someone about it or even talking to yourself about it, is is an important thing to do. I try to, in all aspects of my life, I do try to try to be reflective about things because 
things aren't always what we don't always think what we think like sometimes in your brain you're like i'm doing this because of this or i think Mm. this or that but actually why do i think this do i really think this questioning yourself can actually be quite a reassuring place to be because we often don't know what's going on often we're much happier than we think we are if we if we if we yeah maybe i'm not as wise and sage as i thought five minutes ago (laughs) but yeah it's good good to question and dig into things it is yes well this has been a wonderful chat Tom, oh yeah, no, I, I, I really yeah. appreciate it. And maybe in, as the acting career continues to go forward, maybe we'll come back to this conversation and reflect on reflect on it. And yeah, then, you said this uh, a year ago. What do you, you said? Think what do you think? Nah, now? No, I'd really, nah. I'd really, I'd be really interested to hear that. No, it'd be nice. You've got particularly comfy chairs, so, yeah, so it'll be, it'll so be nice not? to. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks again, Tom. I really do appreciate oh, yeah, it. Thank you. Nice to be. <laughs> that was the BTS Creative Academy podcast uncut. I appreciate you joining us for this conversation. If you'd like to drop into more conversations, just search the BTS Creative Academy podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And to make sure you don't miss any future episodes, don't forget to like and subscribe.